Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And as it has been for quite a while now, Randy Cash is still over there in computer land. Hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just uh, enjoying my day recording podcasts with you. And, uh, right? Yeah. Living my it's your, best it's life. It's your day. Your day o recording. It's my day o recording. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't suppose you did a disc assessment this week, did you? I did not do a disc assessment <laughs> this week. Was I supposed to? I never got that message that said, "Boy, you better do that disc assessment." Because I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay, I'm gonna have to remind you this week. I'll resend the link. Yes, like, please. All right. Sit down. Yes, please. Take 25, 30 minutes. Go through it. You don't really want to start and stop it. But, dude, I'm moving on with this whole certification thing. We got to debrief you on our show. It's just okay. we have to show people. <laughs> That's my sad face. That's your sad face. Oh, I'm he's sorry. so sad about it. No, it's okay. It is. It's one of those things. Like, I kind of like the way I work as a therapist, as a coach, as a consultant, all of these things, I kind of toe this line between not wanting to be like too pushy, but then also kind of wanting to be pushy. So I have to balance that out. So, you know, like once a week you get a reminder about, you know, the disc and eventually, eventually <laughs> it's going to happen. I know it is. I'm starting a new, uh, I don't want to say a job, but I, like I said last time, I'm merging my business with another company. So I'm starting that Monday. So maybe instead of working, I'll do the disc assessment. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to get in the way of your working situation. That is not the goal. No, actually, it might give you some insight into the reasons that you do or don't work and work well in different environments. It can be applied to a lot of different scenarios. And it's really just a way to look at your personality individually of your stuff and try to see like what are the factors that show up that either motivate you or demotivate you to you know do work to have a relationship you know what works as a parent you know there's lots of things that it looks at so we'll definitely we'll we'll dig in more but I won't keep poking at you I promise I will I and I may have said I'll promise last week but I didn't know I was <laughs> supposed to for this week I love it it's all good. It's all good. Um, I'm just going to keep, you know, reminding you when, when I get a chance. So anyways, and I saw that you did some comedy again this last week. You were able to actually get back up on stage. I'm sure you were loving that. Yeah, it was fun. I hosted Open Mic at Backdoor Comedy Club here in O'Fallon uh, two weeks ago. Last week, I was on up at Helium Comedy Club. There you go. That was fun. All right. As the world opens back up, one of these days we'll be back live and in person recording. But, you know, I will say the last few weeks I've had some people give me some feedback that they like the fact that we've cut down on maybe the the unnecessary banter and for the most part just gotten right to the point. So, hey, we're, we're making some progress. It's a whole process, but we're doing it. Yeah, I mean, the stuff we just did for three and a half minutes. Okay, that's okay, though, but it wasn't like 15 minutes, right? I think used to it was like 15 minutes of that and then 15 minutes of like actual helpfulness. So if we've gotten it down to like three minutes of stupid and, you know, 10 minutes of awesome, we'll go with it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. No, actually, so this week's theme, I've, start, I've sort of gotten to where now the blog and the podcast really do feed each other because I have some people that want to read 
And then I have some people that want to listen. So this is sort of a way to get like a recap almost of what I talked about in my blog on Monday. Um, so this week is all about relationship gratitude and how to actually practice gratitude in your relationship. It's one of those things that I think is such a simple tool in lots of ways. I said simple, not easy, because the easy factor is that it does take work and it takes effort and it takes a commitment to saying, okay, I'm going to learn how to practice a new tool. Now, gratitude is not something new um, that like I invented. It's also not something new that I just started talking about. When I first discovered the concept of gratitude and what it does for the cognition, almost immediately it became a tool that I implemented into every aspect of my practice. When I work with couples, when I work with individuals, when I talk to groups, it's just, it has become one of my like top three go-to tools to help. And one of the things that I don't think people really think about is that although gratitude a lot of times, let me just define it for people listening if you're not familiar. It's not just about saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for this water I'm drinking, or I'm thankful for my phone, or I'm thankful for my friend. It is that, and that's an important piece of it. But gratitude is also almost like a, like a practice or the ability to dig deeper And in spite of whatever perceived or literal bad stuff is going on, you're able to still reset, feel whatever negativity is there, and then choose what you focus your attention on through the lens of being grateful for what you do have. And it it takes a little bit of practice to really learn how to shift out of that kind of negative fused mindset that tends to take over and allow yourself to focus on the good stuff. So that's just kind of a general overview of what the practice of gratitude really looks like. But it's not something that comes super like second nature or easy for a lot of people. So that's why I say the process is simple, but not necessarily easy. Okay, so now I want you... Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, because we've talked off the air a little bit about Mm -hmm. things in my personal relationships, and Mm -hmm. uh, I've been very good lately about expressing to my current partner that things like most recently, I remember saying, like, you're very sweet to me, and I really appreciate Mm -hmm. how nice you are to me, and I don't recall many people being as nice to me as you are. Does that count? Yeah, it does. It does. It's like you're okay. So you're kind of making my point of how you can use gratitude in a relationship, right? So let's say that, you know, have you ever heard that idea? If you look for problems, you'll find them. Mm -hmm. It's not uncommon when a couple reaches out to me for some coaching work and even people that come into my office for therapy work they've gotten really stuck in a rut where all they're focused on is like the negative aspects. Like, you know, this like laundry list of all the ways that, you know, their, their partner hasn't met their needs or hasn't done what they wanted or, or whatever. And what starts to happen is that it feels like all you're focusing on is what isn't working. And so the process of relationship gratitude is where I have them sort of pause and reflect back first on what brought you together in the first place? Like, what was it about this person that you're in a relationship with that you 
met and and felt drawn to, or there was a connection, or there was some, you know, factor that brought you together. And that's really a good place to start when looking to reframe and reset using gratitude, because it, it sort of forces your brain out of that rut that it's in. And it makes you look back at maybe happier moments or moments where it felt like we were, you know, really on that same team, kind of like we were talking about last week, the same team mentality, right? So then what happens is that the practice of gratitude in a relationship could really take less than five minutes a day to start to implement. And within a really short period of time, I mean, we're talking like seven to 14 days, you can really start to feel the effects of a gratitude practice. So it would look something like this in the morning, I would love for you to be able to write it down. That's always going to be my go-to. But if you can't, it's okay to just reflect on it, you know, internally, emotionally, mentally, that kind of thing. And you're just going to ponder, what are three to five things that I am grateful for about my relationship or about my partner or about something related to, you know, that connection? And then you want to think about maybe one or two of those on your list and expand on it. If you're writing it down, I would say this would be three to five things you're grateful for. Pick two of them, circle it, whatever you got to do, and then write a sentence or two about each one. That entire practice could take less than five minutes. Honestly, when I do this in my own life, it sometimes takes me less than a minute to really just jot those things down real quick. And so people will always say, well, like, well what if I can't come up with three to five? Just start with one. If, if, if it feels so at odds that your relationship does not feel on the same track like you want it to be, and it's very difficult for you to kind of flex that gratitude muscle, so to speak, just start with writing down one thing. Also, ideally, you would have, you know, different things each day that you write down. But again, if it feels like you can't come up with different things, continue to reflect on the ones that you can come up with and allow yourself to really feel and embody that practice of gratitude where you are simply being grateful for that connection or grateful for your relationship and trying to get your brain to focus in on the good stuff in spite of whatever bad stuff might be there. Yeah, as you said, because when you focus on negative things, that's all you're going to see are the negative Mm -hmm. things. And when you like you're saying, write these things down, you know, you'll Mm -hmm. put yourself in that positive frame of mind. And then you might think of things that you appreciate about this person you didn't think of at the top of your brain. Yes. You know, the more that you think about it, the deeper you get into that kind of thinking. Absolutely. That's a great point. And that's exactly what I mean is it's like, you know, way leads on to way. You know, if I wake up every day and I have my same routine and I don't change anything about what I'm doing, then the outcome or the output that is, you know, sort of showing up in my life is going to look the same. It's not going to change. It's not going to shift. So anytime we get into a relationship rut where it feels like we're constantly doing the same input, we need to recognize that we're going to have the same output for as long as we are not changing something. And so a gratitude practice is a really simple way to do this. And I've seen it really, really work in relationships. You know, there's definitely people that will question my method or question my, you know, sort of idea when I say this is how I want you to practice it. And then they come back or they, you know, we have a video session, whatever it is. And they go, wow, you know, I did not expect that to really work. Now, the reason I say I would love for you to write it down is that there is a different like kind of cognitive processing that occurs 
when you go from thinking it to writing it versus just thinking it, right? There, there's like a like a some kind of solidification that sort of happens where it feels like you're actually connecting more to the emotion behind it. The other thing is that when we write stuff down, we tend to be um, more direct, a little bit less with like fluffy words that may not be necessary to get our point across. And especially if we have a limited amount of time that we're doing this activity in, we're not going to sit there for a long time and really dwell on it. We're going to kind of get the, get it out, get it out of the, the queue, so to speak, in your brain, write it down. And then it's really awesome sometimes if you have like a journal or even just a stack of paper that you write on to go back on, on some interval, be it like maybe once a month or once a quarter and just sort of notice what trends are emerging. Do you find yourself writing down some similar similar ideas from day to day? Even if it's different individual things, maybe it's all related to a way that your partner shows up for you or, you know, love languages that sort of emerge in the relationship. Sometimes it can also give you some really good talking points for when you would want to actually go and have some of those courageous conversations to maybe let your partner in on what you're thinking. Because it's not just about the gratitude that you're expressing with yourself and kind of taking note of. It's also about like what you were saying, Randy, being able to go to your partner and say, I'm really grateful for you for this, this, and this, you know, and it's sort of a way to, to refocus those attention kind of moments on the goods rather than what isn't working. Yeah, 100%. I'll say for me personally, writing like now with comedy, I write hand to paper, pen Mm -hmm. to paper, as they say, all the time, which I haven't done in years prior to this in the way that it helps me recall the information that I'm trying to memorize. It also takes me down like different avenues that I would not have probably mm-hmm. gone to if I was just thinking, you know, and just writing mm-hmm. it out. And not to mention that I have to write out a list to make myself remember the things I need to do every day. And that also helps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just the, the whole process of writing down is a great thing. And so if if you're listening and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do this, just don't overwhelm yourself. Give yourself permission to try something new and don't give up on the process right away. It's like you've probably been doing the same thing day in and day out for however long. It's not going to reverse itself or, you know, create a new way of thinking overnight. It's going to take a little bit of consistency. And with the gratitude practice, consistency is the key. Um, I'm really encouraged though. I had somebody reach out that's been going through, uh, the relationship workshop and actually gave me some feedback and was like, it's working. I can't even tell you how much this is working. Like I was really skeptical, but I've started implementing some of the things that you talk about in the workshop and I see it making changes in my relationship. And you know, that right there is, is the reason I'm doing all of these things because not only has the world been shut down for a bit and things have really shifted, but I also recognize that not everybody wants to necessarily come in and do a one-on-one session, but they still would like access to some best practices of therapy in couples land. So that's essentially what the workshop is all about. And the relationship gratitude, we do an entire lesson on how to really implement this into your life and into your relationship. And it's a much deeper dive than what I can do in, you know, the podcast, but it's just one of many topics that's covered. So, um, Um, I think we have to wrap up. I mean, kind of keeping it to like that, you know, not being super wordy. I'm trying really hard, but I want to be. 
Mr. Cash, how can people follow you if they do want to learn more about your comedy and what else you got going on? You can follow me and all of my silly shenanigans on the Instagram <laughs> at R Cash Comedy. That's at R Cash Comedy Radio Voice. Awesome. Yes, indeed. And if you're following along or want to follow along with what I've got going on, my website is the easiest way to get access to everything. It's lindsaywalden.com. On there, you can find all of my past blog posts. You can find all of our past podcast episodes, links to the free communication guide, as well as the workshop, and a way to contact me directly if you just don't know where to start and need some guidance. So you can also find me on social media on Facebook. It's at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. On Instagram, it's at this is Lindsay Walden. On Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. And on TikTok, it's at this is Lindsay Walden. And I am really exploding my following over there. So I'm super excited to keep bringing you more. As always, thank you so much for listening. Keep living your best life and we will be back next week with more.